Welcome, welcome. This is the Intergrove Podcast. This is Bloater Punch talking. Today we've got Sandwich Punch and the famous Superior Form. So hey first guys. off, yeah, thanks for coming, Superior Form. No, thank you. I just want to say a quick, hey, sorry, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, Bloater or Baby Punch is out today, so uh, our thoughts and wishes are with him as he does real life stuff outside DeFi Kingdom. So shout out to him. Uh, before we get started, we did want to give a call out to our sponsor. Uh, Pocket Network is amazing and has um, is believing in us and sponsoring us. So shout out to them. We know there's massive um, harmony issues right now as they, I believe, Sandwich Punch told me it was a planned outage as they're upgrading stuff. So no networks are really going to be working right now. But in general, um, Pocket Network is a great alternative to the Harmony RPC. Um, it, it's free to anyone to use both on Harmony and Avalanche from day one. There's been a ton of instructions on how to add it in the Discord, and we'll drop a link in the description so that you guys can quick access it. Uh, you can also mint your own private RPC endpoint if you want to ensure connection to DFK, um, which is pretty cool. And the Pocket Net Network is decentralized network of nodes with 100% uptime, barring blockchain problems like we're having. So no need to worry about um, DFK going down for you So to be able to continue to quest. So again, thank you, po Pocket Network, for the sponsorship. And we're going to dive into the podcast. So let's get started. Uh, the hottest topic in the community, obviously, Locked Jewel. I have some questions for our guests today, but first, superior form good for the community or not your take i think it's great for the community i think it's great because hey. oh sure continue no no i was gonna say i want to hear more dig into that your, yeah i mean essentially what we're doing here with these locked jewels is we're providing exit liquidity for the super early entrance and the fact that a lot of people are actually buying up the lock jewel. You're introducing newer investors um, and they're coming kind of at a later point. So it's almost like you're raising the price of jewel indirectly once all the unlocks happen, right? Because a lot of these people trading their lock jewel right now, come July, they just dump at whatever price that's above what they came in with. Um, but now, you know, with this kind of log jewel mechanism, these new entrants that are buying the log jewel, they can't just dump at whatever price. Um, so I think that it's very bullish for jewel and it's, it's showing kind of the excitement behind what's to come. Mm. All right. Sandwich Punch, I believe you have a contrarian point. So what is your take on LockJewel? Have you changed it since I heard you talking about this last time? Or what's your take on LockJewel? Good yeah, for the or not? It actually has changed a bit um, since we, we spoke about it. So I my initial knee-jerk reaction was, and I, th I mean, I think I talked to Superior and I talked about this too in DMs, is I didn't like it. Um, you know, one of the things I cited as not liking it was, well, hey, what's going to happen is we're going to see what we're going to see is essentially a centralization of like all these like mm. we're going to see a centralization of the locked balance into like 20 big wallets, you know, the guys who can afford to buy all this up. 
And then you're going to see all these other wallets find access to exit liquidity. And, you know, they're going to see even people who were in a month, two months ago, like that lock jewel is worth a, probably a significant amount of money to them. And they're going to be like, peace, see ya, I'm out of here. Right. Um, I, I don't think we've seen that. Like the price is not, the price has not been impacted. Um, so I, I want to kind of change my tune on it a bit, but that, that was kind of like my initial reaction I was like, I don't like this. I don't like it at all. Like, I just, I think there was a reason it was locked, but um, I've seen a lot of Twitter posts. I've read some articles on Twitter, you know, talking to Superior. I've talked to a lot of people about it and I think it's good. It's, I think the fact that you see big wallets that are willing to buy into a locking mechanism that isn't even going to start unlocking until like late September because of the block times, you know, I know the docs say July, but that block time actually probably isn't even going to hit till September. And then it's going to take a whole year from there. And the fact that people are willing, like that, that means that the outlook of these large wallets is extremely bullish for the project. And so, I mean, that's, that's good news for everyone. Uh, I think another thing is that we're not seeing all these people, you know, just exit. We're seeing them want to capitalize now, throw it into the gardens, start, right. you know, they're doing time value of money calculations. They want to get in on the crystal airdrop in a, in a deeper and more significant way than they could without the lock jewel. Right. And so everyone's doing these cost benefit analysis. And I think most of the money just continue to be reinvested back in the ecosystem. Right. And I think, oh, sure. Go no, ahead. No, no, let's hear it. Let's hear it. I was going to say, and to, to add the Samich's statement there, you also kind of bolster the hero market too, because these guys that are buying up the log jewel, they're very motivated to start mining it right now, right? So these guys with that liquidity, they have extra jewel on the side to keep working, right? So they're going to buy more into the hero market and use those heroes to kind of keep farming out the locked coins. So it, it, it definitely feels very, very bullish. Okay, so yeah, can yeah. I add one quick note there? Yeah, please, please yeah. add it. So really bullish on I was talking with a group on Discord last night and I was just like, Yeah, you know, like if you just if you find a way to snag up twenty thousand locked jewel, then you go pick up eighteen miners. I know that's like I'm not saying that's an insignificant thing. That is a lot of money. That is a lot of money on 18 miners as well. But I was just looking at the floor prices on heroes. And I was like, yeah, you know, like a floor miner, you know, not a warrior or or knight is, you know, we're talking like 38, 40 jewel. And someone was like, actually, no, like because the API hasn't updated, like the floor is actually closer to like 70 for a miner. Mm. And it, in reality, it, it actually was like 40 last week. So. I think we're definitely seeing some of that price movement on heroes, particularly miners that Superior was referencing. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so my, I think it's hard. I think um, the question maybe that we should explore next is should you sell your locked balance? Obviously that depends, but I think a couple considerations that make me um, very bullish on the sale and pretty bearish on purchase Obviously, a lot depends on purchase price and sale price. So I'm just going to fully um, come out here on what I did. So I'm a little boy. I represent the layman. I'm like a bricklayer in DFK. And um, I only I got in late because I'm noob. And I only had, and I know this is a lot compared to others, but very little compared to some. It's all relative. But I had 1,600 lock jewel. And I got eight bucks for it. So I walked away with 13 Gs. feel pretty good about it. 
And my my feel right now is we're still very much in a weird how do you value LockJewel. I don't think there's a very good way. Um, and the reason is when you invest in like a stock or you invest in Jewel, let's say you put $10,000 into Jewel and you want you think Jewel will go up and maybe you put it into the gardens, whatever. You're tied to the price of Jewel, barring impermanent loss. You're tied to the price of Jewel. So uh, Jewel goes up, your stake goes up, Jewel goes down, your stake goes down. With locked balances, there's like three levels of uncertainty that doesn't exist with the typical investment. Number one is we all know uh, it doesn't unlock Sandwich Punch is saying till September, okay? So it doesn't lock for nine months. Number two, your investment is 100% illiquid unless you're willing to sell again. So you might bank against the value of lock going up and then exiting, but your investment is illiquid. And then number three, we all hope Jewel is worth a lot of money in September, but what is the Jewel price after we're fully circulating with all the unlocked Jewel into the market, pumping all that supply available? What is the lot price of lock Jewel 12 weeks, 24 weeks, 52 weeks into that linear unlock over a year? Huh. So for me to exit when Jewel is 20 bucks to eight bucks a Jewel for my personal financial situation, that made sense. And I'm going to be honest, I'm looking to buy back in at a larger balance at a lower rate. And I'm hoping the market goes down so I can do that because I'm very bullish on Jewel. So your guys' take, Superior, your take, like, is it a good investment? Should, are you buying Lock Jewel? Yeah. So, so I haven't bought Lock Jewel, but I got my sister to buy Lock Jewel. Nice. Um, I'm, I didn't buy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, for one thing, I didn't buy any Lock Jewel because I think like by week two of DFK, I was extremely aggressive um, with gaining a locked balance. Um, and so it became more of a game of keeping my liquidity flowing, right? So yes, you know, I could have gotten a lot more locked jewel um, because I saw some amazing plays occur over the last two, three days. But um, at this point, you know, I want the flexibility to, you know, have some fun in the hero market right now, as well as be ready for crystal um, and take full advantage of that um, in a very short window. Um, but what I will say, though, Bloater Punch, is the fact that you're trying to buy back in again at a lower price. just really At a larger quantity. At a larger quantity really shows the order of magnitude of bullishness that exists right now, which is what kind of makes you feel like the risk is almost lessened, right? Because if the risk was still high, you wouldn't be trying to get, you know, another set of balanced, like locked balance. Um, so it's it's extremely bullish. I mean, you de-risked, but you're going back in again and risking all over again. Yeah, but let me caveat that. Eight bucks to me feels good because here's why. If I buy back in at three dollars, if I'm buying for eight bucks, why not just take your what let's say you bought ten thousand dollars of jewel at eight bucks. Uh, like you got a, a wallet worth uh, $8 a jewel and you invested $10,000 into that. Why not just buy $10,000 of jewel now if you're that bullish? Put it in the gardens with the APRs. Let's guesstimate. Let's say on average or until September when the unlock hits. Let's say you got an average of, I don't know, close to 200% APR if you just kept it in there. You just doubled your money uh, and you paid. Ugh. And so now you have double your money at the beginning of the unlock. 
Um, I don't know. I, I just don't, I don't think eight bucks makes sense right now. I don't, I think that's too expensive. Three bucks. Now, you know, we could be, we could be, we could be feeling pretty good. So I think a lot of it depends on what's your entrance price and what's your exit price. Um, sandwich, uh, do you have, are you, are you in a position where you would consider with the right offer? Like wh what's your take on lock balances? I know you have a sizable balance yourself. So, uh, you know, as soon as it happened, I was like, oh, wow, like, and my initial reaction was, I don't like this. And then it transitioned into, well, should I be selling some of this? And then it turned into, oh, you have to sell your whole locked wallet at once. You can't do part. And I was like, yeah, that's a hard no. Like, I don't, I don't want to do that. So like, I didn't think about it. But if I had a smaller portion or if I could like break it up, I honestly would consider it so that I could do some other stuff in DeFi Kingdoms with it take bigger advantage of crystal Vell coming up, you know, I would love, I mean, I would consider, I would consider liquidating a portion of my locked jewel so that I could single stake more unlocked jewel on crystal Vell for sure. Like that's appealing to me. And I think that's what a lot of people are doing. They're, they're gearing up for that. So, um, you know what it reminds me of? It's uh, a bloater punch. I know you're in on this with me, but the it's uh myr you know myr elrond's decks that launched right they have a locked reward system but you can restake your locked rewards uh and it's a, it's created a very interesting economic system where your locked rewards you can't you can't go swap them necessarily but you there is some value there you can restake them you can restake for more locked rewards and get more and and what i feel like this opens the door to which i know and i know that the team isn't i don't think they're thrilled about this and they definitely don't recommend people do it because there are a lot of risks associated with it but it opens up a new i guess how do i want to say it like circulation of capital that might otherwise not have been there hmm. yes yes it does yeah a lot of okay this is all i'll say tons of uncertainty tons of uncertainty in the market you know, crypto is naturally volatile. Jewel has been somewhat volatile, probably less than the market, but we were down to like 16 bucks like two days ago. So obviously volatility there. We're all bullish on Jewel. That's why we're here. Um, that leads me to my second question and my biggest regret in life. When I am dying on my bed, uh, my deathbed, and my wife and children are surrounding me, looking up at me lovingly, and they say, Dad, did you have any regrets? I will say my biggest regret is YOLOing into heroes instead of the gardens because that would have changed our financial futures. So Superior, I know you're extremely bullish on heroes in general. I regret it deeply. Um, not to say heroes don't have value and I have a large pool of heroes and I'm semi-bullish, but I really wish I would have gone into the gardens instead. So what's your take on heroes and why should I buy a hero today if I'm coming into the ecosystem? instead of staking in the gardens or is there even a case to be made for heroes so i think with with heroes there's definitely a give and take there right there there has been moments where you do regret being in heroes right but you 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 can't honestly say that that was the truth for probably the first like week and a half when wishing well was released right because right. everybody was farming tears like crazy making crazy money off of selling those tears right um Yo, so looks like we're back up by the way sorry to interrupt oh nice nice um so 
I'm bullish on heroes overall, specifically because I saw what happened with the wishing well and what's capable of happening in the DeFi, excuse me, in the, yes, in the DeFi kingdoms ecosystem with heroes. And I think that when I also look at what's happening right now with specifically mining profession, the capabilities that are possible as far as what the heroes can do in terms of Roy. Um, oh, I do... Okay, wait, no, but let me call you out there for those sure. layman bricklayers in DFK building the roads you whales will ride your stallions upon. Um, yeah, there's <laughs> ROI there for whales. So what about my boys in the back who are coming in with like right. 400 bucks? Right. And, hey, mining doesn't make sense. Gardening right. doesn't make sense. Right. And guess what? A bloater, to my namesake, I regret this, but <laughs> bloaters aren't worth very much in the market these days. Right. So you're, for you're the little boys, right. for the little boys like me and like the boys on the stream, some of them, um, do heroes still make sense without that big boy whale ROI? So I'm 50-50 with that. The heroes make sense because if, if for any reason, tomorrow the developers give stamina potions utility folks that have fishers and foragers find themselves in a fantastic position because they've been leveling up their fishers and foragers and they've also accumulated the items from the fishing and foragers which they can kind of you know use the alchemist make stamina potions and sell those back into the market and if the developers also were to release, say, level five quests or level 10 quests, right? Like tomorrow, you're looking at a nice little two, three, four days worth of opportunities for folks that, you know, have like floor heroes that are fishers and foragers, right? But now on the flip side of it, the devs have not done that yet. Right. And that hasn't occurred yet. We don't know if that's going to happen in three weeks from now or six weeks from now. Right. So what would essentially happen is in three weeks, if the devs, you know, gave stamina potions utility, folks that are high leveled right now are in a fantastic position to capitalize on that. Right. And then let's say the devs also say, hey, look, level five quests. Anybody that's been leveling up their heroes right now, they're going to kind of benefit tremendously from that, right? So I feel like it's a 50-50 chance, but knowing how this market is extremely reactive, just like the wishing well is and was at the time, I do see the market turning overnight, essentially, where you make stamina potions that can actually be used, and it just gets very, very bullish because you know everything's kind of folding in itself right whales are gonna want the, like for instance me i'm dying to use my stamina potions because i want to level up my miners quickly so that i can get even more unlocked jewel you, you know what i mean right. so it's a system that feeds in itself right and i think what happens is is when i like that go i don't know if you want to interrupt or let me keep going no, no, keep um, going, keep going. But but I was going to say, like, what's going to happen is the people that don't have heroes right now, a floor hero, they're going to go about two weeks where they actually miss out on the party, right? And so that's 
that's the Roy risk you're taking by not having a hero right now and being in the garden, right? The garden's safe. It's it's deterministic. You know where you're going to be in two weeks, right? With right. the with the floor heroes, unfortunately, we don't know if it's two weeks from now or four weeks from now because Harmony has had issues, which has slowed down development life cycle. Um, unattend, like unattend, like uh, unintended things just happening in the general hero, like the hero market has gotten the developers to have to like pivot certain things here and there. Whereas like, you know, increasing certain quantities of items being released into the ecosystem, things like that. So th that's where I think the risk is. Um, but if you understand what this team is trying to do, and you do have some faith in just everything that's happening here, um, then it's not too difficult to buy a hero right now, keep leveling it up and feel like crap that you're getting literally zero Roy for like, you know, a couple of weeks, whereas you could have been in the garden. Um, so I, I really do think it's going to pay off big time though. Like you have your heroes right now, you're not getting much out of them, but the market will turn overnight where for a week, you're going to benefit the most. And then it's kind of going to level out and settle down a little bit as more people kind of join in and, and take a piece of the pie. Okay. We're going to yeah. transition. Can, by the way, can I add just yeah, really yeah. add that and we're going to do a giveaway. Okay. So the one thing I would add to that is, and I know Superior was around at this time, like, like there is massive volatility in the hero market when, when new developments come out and it's, it's it's aggressive and it it doesn't last long. Right. It's like wishing well came out and we saw hero prices like three x like yes bottom of the, like bottom of the barrel garbage was going yes. to like two three hundred jewel and we were just like we can't summon fast enough to like yes. offload this right and, then, and now it's back down and then like you you know news comes out like I mean you guys saw like news came out about the alchemy potions and you go look at gold and the price of gold like forexed immediately i think it's right. back down but all i'm saying is like there is opportunities and superior made the, the perfect point gardens it's consistent you know what you're getting you're gonna get jewel you know hero you might get nothing you might get a couple runes you know the runes those will pay it like over the course of a year those runes are gonna pay the hero off i think you hit an egg bam hero paid off so like there's a lot of rng but there's this opportunity of like when the, when the new game developments come out, that's not the time to go buy a hero right. if you're trying to be opportunistic. So there's a lot of risk associated with it. Yeah, you're like, man, this is just stale. My hero's not getting me any ROI where I could be getting 400% in the gardens. But what happens when, you know, they come out with a new announcement on this garden, you know, a gardening change and gardener prices go up 40%. Well, then it's too late to have to go and buy a gardener then you need the gardener and that might only last for a week right. so you kind of just have to have them in your back pocket if you're that kind of like speculative degen gambler and you think you know or uh, you know you it could be about gardens it could be about combat it could be about a lot of different things but i think there's opportunities to like speculate and i would definitely say heroes is much more speculative but there is a lot of upside whereas gardens is while still like risky is much less is much more conservative than uh heroes Definitely. yeah that's fair uh i stand by my life regret but i appreciate you guys's povs on that 
Um, we're going to do a giveaway real quick. So first giveaway, we're going to do two giveaways. One giveaway we're going to do right now. We're going to hear some Q&A from chat, and we're going to have Superior Sandwich and myself weigh in, and then we'll do a final giveaway. In The first giveaway is going to be six rooms, and the second giveaway is going to be a hero Superior Form generously donated. So thank you, Superior Form. So to the first, first giveaway, real quick on rules. Uh, if you want to respond, spelling counts, number one. Number two, it is Lord of the Rings trivia. Number three, if you want to be considered, you have to include your Discord name. And so it would be like Chubba Bubba hashtag 1345 in your answer. So you have to spell it right and you have to include your Discord. Um, can't be in separate messages. Can't, can't be in separate. You can't here's send why. the answer and then the Discord. That's right. It has to be on the same line. So let's say I asked who is our favorite Hobbit guy and you're like Bilbo or Frodo. And then you said, and then you, after that, you said, Chubba Bubba hashtag 1345 invalid. That's an invalid answer. It has to be in your answer. And if you don't want your Discord in the YouTube chat, then don't participate in the giveaway. And the reason we're doing that is because you guys are a bunch of scammers sometimes. And some <laughs> so people bad, will so see bad. who got the answer right, change their name, and then <laughs> assume the identity. So to avoid identity assumptions, you have to include the Discord, your Discord channel or your Discord name, full name with the hashtag and the number in your response okay so here we go lord of the rings okay what if you don't have discord you are unfortunately out of luck my friend but i would definitely <laughs> get that because kind of a relevant um platform today yeah DeFi kingdoms i mean if you don't if you're interested if you're interested in DeFi kingdoms i don't know how you can't have discord it, i mean it has right. seventy thousand followers it is the main medium of communication from the team so let this be uh, a catalyst to help you get there. Let this Sorry, change brother. your life. You're the be <laughs> you just won the giveaway because you're yeah. going to download Discord now. You, just, that you ended up being a, a winner anyways. There you go. Okay, so um, here's the question again. Respond, spelling counts, Lord of the Rings trivia, include your Discord in your response. Here we go. Oh, and uh, we're giving away six Schwas runes, which is valued at approximately $120 USD right now. That's the first giveaway. We're going to do some Q&A and do a second giveaway. Okay, By the way, so, I got to just say real fast, because I am like a pronunciation freak, and everyone might have seen my, my rant about AVAX versus AVAX, <laughs> but I just got to say, it's it's Schwas rune, bro, not Schwas. Schwas. What did I say? What did <laughs> I say? You say Schwas rune. <laughs> Schwas. All right, there we go. Schwas runes. Okay, here's the question. In Lord of the Rings, in the movies, so this a reference to the movies here, but it's in the books as well. In the movies, there's a very scary spider. What is that spider's name in the movies? Ooh, that's a good one. Ooh, did someone just purchase your hero? Oh, hello. Okay, oh. Jay Kane. He's in. All right, I'm. I'm. Okay, I'm wait, writing did you get that? Down Write right it down now. now so copy we don't get and pasting it so we don't get <laughs> some <laughs> scammer. <laughs> like I fully expect someone to hurry, copy his profile picture, change their name to J Kane, and accuse the first J Kane of being an imposter. <laughs> no, he's gonna drive to his house, murder him, assume his Discord ID. Like, yeah, incredible the amount of effort scammers are going to. All okay, right, so J Kane, congrats. JK, congratulations. I, I am Schwass, shooting you a, a message right now. Schwass runes. So um, here's the question for the team here. Uh, Superior, 
I have 3K USD. This was a question from chat. And by the way, chat, if you have additional questions, please type them out. I have 3K USD. I'm new to DFK. How do I spend my money? Get into the gardens. While you're sitting in the gardens, start reading the documentation to understand how heroes work. It's not a good idea to be buying heroes when you don't understand kind of the basics on how they work. That's the first place to start. And then come into the community chats and we will kind of guide you along. But yeah, get into the gardens. And then after that, start picking up information on how heroes work. Do not go and buy a floor hero. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Sandwich punch. Um, yeah, I think that's that would be my initial play always. Get into the gardens, start earning some APR in the meantime. If you're not in the gardens, I feel like you're missing on money. Yes, you could put it in the bank. Um, bank returns are not great in my opinion, but the bank returns come with other benefits. If you if you want to kind of weigh the benefits between bank, gardens, heroes, go check out my medium. I have a lot of information on this, a lot of things for you to consider. Um, but yeah, I think figure out, you know, read up. I just posted, like, I spent a lot, a lot of time making a hero guide last night and yesterday, like this whole week, essentially. So it's out, go check out my medium, uh, check out my Twitter. I posted about it. I think it's pinned in the discord as well. Read up on heroes, figure out like, what do you want to kind of like, do you want to speculate about the value of a profession? You know, do you want to speculate about combat? Do you want to try and just grind runes? Like there's the information you need to make a decision should be in that guide. So go mm -hmm. read it, earn some APRs in the gardens while you're waiting. Yeah, so I have a different approach. Um, I would appreciate if you would buy my new coin launching with your 3K. It's called Bloater Punch <laughs> uh, Dow to the Moon Shibu. Uh, just kidding. Bonk. I don't have a new coin. Don't do that. Yeah, bonk. Pregnant bonk bloater. Um, no, I agree. You should go to the gardens, uh, safe play. Like I would echo what everyone said here. Definitely the gardens, safe play. A lot of uncertainty on heroes. Uh, superior use a ten dollar word deterministic. I would echo that um, sentiment. It's safer. It's still very lucrative at this point. So I like the gardens as well. Um, do you have any new suggestions? Here's one from Jody, the creator. Do you have any new suggestions or do you have any suggestions to players new to Serendel for ways to prepare for Crystal Veil? We've gone over this, but let's just do like a really quick tip. Sandwich Punch, do you want to start and Superior, you can fill in the gaps? Sure. Yeah, quick tips. Um, first of all, go check out, I have written a couple articles on this. I'm not like trying to shield my my medium. I mean, it's there, it's there to help new people. And that article gets into way more detail than I could ever give you right now. But you've got a few options. Either buy some jewel, stake it in the bank, buy some jewel, bridge it over to an avalanche wallet, or put it in the gardens. Those are your three like jewel holding ways. Any one of those will get you some crystal. Or buy some heroes and hold them. Holding heroes will get you some crystal. Perfect. Superior? Yeah, and yeah, to add to that, when Crystal Veil does release, the other thing you want to keep in mind in, there's really only going to be two things that you're going to be able to do during that time period. Number one, swing trade Crystal. Or number two, twiddle your thumbs until heroes are able to be bridged over from Harmony, as well as when summoning starts happening. Well, excuse me, not just summoning, but the minting of the AVAX Gen, Gen Zeros occur. 
Um, the reason for that is there's only 500 AVAX Gen Zeros and you've got a flood of people trying to get them. So plan so that you're not gonna have heroes in your hands. So you need to understand what you're going to do with that crystal that you've accumulated. Awesome. Um, somebody, this is important. Somebody asked, what does single staking on Crystal Veil mean? So single staking is going to be essentially like putting it in the bank. I think that it's actually going to be in the gardens. It's a it's a unique concept because we didn't have single staking in Serendale. As soon as Serendale opened, it immediately opened up gardens and dual token LP staking. That isn't going to be initially available. And they've said it's going to be first. The only way to get the first crystal emissions is going to be <clears throat> taking Jewel, bridging it to AVAX, and staking it, like just single staking Jewel. So single staking means you're not pairing it with another token. Perfect answer, Sandwich Punch. Uh, here's another question, speculation question from Adventures in DeFi Kingdoms podcast. How will potions be used first? Will the devs wait for PvP, or do you see other quests challenging your health and mana and other stats too? So obviously Superior just talked about stamina potions that we know are now available, but unusable for some bizarre reason. I can't think of why. Um, so not available, but again, and I, obviously I want to hear you guys' thoughts on this. There's just, again, it's it's just unlimited speculation. When is PvP PvE? We don't know. What will that look like? We don't know. You know, like basic facets, even basic things like how are stats used? I mean, we kind of have some ideas, some deduction, very, 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 very little set in stone. So I guess to the second part of his question, and I'll turn it over to you guys. Um, do we know, you know, could there be PVE quests on the horizon that challenge our health or other quests that challenge our health and mana that would require health and mana potions? Again, so much speculation, but any thoughts on that, either of you? Yeah, let's go uh, first. Yeah. yeah, I doubt it. I bet, uh, I bet, I bet those are hanging out there until combat comes out. Okay, superior. But, but maybe yeah. there's like, may, I could, I could see like a. Sorry, watch. I could, I could see like a quote dangerous uh, level ten profession quest or something that you know might chip away at some of your health, and if your health hits zero, it gets knocked out, and you can't use them for a while, and so you'd need to use health potions to keep his health up. Maybe I don't know. Total speculation, no idea. Yeah, I think what I'm honestly really leaning towards as far as speculation is concerned is I do feel like, at least like adventure questing, maybe not PvP, I do feel like that has to be timed with the jewel unlock. Because during that jewel unlock, I do feel like because there's just going to be so much uncertainty, um, the devs will need to create some kind of super strong incentive to keep people's faith intact. So my thought process and the way I'm thinking about this and even talking to some other folks is we do feel like there's going to be a timing issue with something big during the jewel unlocking. Um, what better way to do it than to have some kind of combat adventure quest? Maybe not PvP, like matching up to other players, but some kind of rudimentary thing. Um, I feel like that's that's where my head's at for that. Okay, uh, last question. We've talked about it. It's been brought up in chat. Uh, we've kind of circled around it, but gardens, whales, mines, whales, heroes, potentially a whale thing. 
um, lands, whales, staking to get airdrops, whales. Is DFK a whales-only game? Do you see it as a entrance-friendly? We're inviting people in who are not whales or who are not rich. Um, do you see it as a, or do you see the current state as problematic that needs to be addressed? Superior, any thoughts around that idea or question um, that you want to take? Take it away. Sure. So this is something I've spoken to Frisky about even like from two and a half, three months ago when the tears was a problem. So <laughs> that this was like a whales game. Like even I told him that and I told them that I kind of didn't like it. Um, so I feel like the DFK team, they are really working hard towards this. They're just not really speaking about it right now. And I think part of the problem has been the token's just been a lot more bullish than I think any of us could have ever imagined. I mean, Sandwich quoted me yesterday and we were joking about it, how like I thought $10 was just insane <laughs> for Jewel. Um, and honestly, even when Jewel had hit $5, the devs actually had to like change how they were remodeling everything. I mean, I even believe during the Gen Zero Mint, we had to like vote on the cost of like summoning and minting Gen Zeros, right? So I think that that's been in their minds for a very long time. And, you know, considering the conversations even I had with Frisky like last week um, about just hero prices and the imbalance that exists right now, I do see them looking at some kind of rental system um, you know, they like to call it scholarships, but there's going to be some kind of rental system for new players to be able to play the game and kind of slowly work towards earning their own hero. I think um, one of the other things, too, that's been floated around, but I know it's been shot down a little bit, has been that whole concept of the commoner. Um, I do have some new ideas that I want to present to the team, and I've been talking to some other people about it, too. Um, doing kind of both of those things to kind of eventually get like the average person with low liquidity to be able to get into the game and play it and have fun like everyone else at the same time protecting and preserving the investment that's been made um since kind of dfk's gotten to where it's at so it, it's big and it's extremely important and crucial for the team to get there and I think the whales believe that as well. Um, right. I think if if we didn't have strong belief in that, because you know some of us are whining at Frisky like all the time. Um, there, honestly, there's this one whale that was so pissed off about the whole crystal veil thing and the crystal token just because they wanted the token price to really go to the moon. Um, but there's other whales on the other side too where. We really want this game to be accessible to everyone. And I think the success of DeFi Kingdoms is like 80% dependent on this. So um, I don't know what you want to add, Sandwich. Well, can I just say my life goal is to make my complaints matter to Frisky Fox? Because right now I'm kind of like the mole on the bottom of his ball sack. So if I could actually be important <laughs> enough to him that my words matter, that's my life goal. Sorry, Sandwich Punch, please. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think I got distracted by your comment there, but um, do you have an image in your head right now? I don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> so here's what I would say: 
play-to-earn games, the whole the way it works is the more money you put into it, the more you can get out of it. It it cannot be any other way. Like, it, and so what I would say is like I I mean Bloater, we you know we're real life friends. We've got what eight other people in our close group that we know like we are daily talking with, and they. I mean, most of them have put into this game less than I have. And I've seen, you know, I can see their wallets. I know what returns they've had. And it's still great returns. It's all relative. It's percentage gains, right? Sure. A well that put in, I mean, the guy who just claimed two and 2.6 million jewel guys, he put in $435,000 into the gardens in week one. Yeah. So. <laughs> Yeah, you know, you may not like the fact that he has forty-five million dollars worth of unlocked jewel right now, but he also might not have liked the <laughs> the risk that came with putting four hundred thousand dollars into a, you know, what could have been considered a shit token right. on day one. So right. it's just how it is. But it doesn't matter. You're still getting four hundred percent gains in in the gardens. Like it's still great. It's percentage gains. You got to think about what you're putting in and what you're getting out and it's, and the percentage you're getting, not the numerical quantities because everyone's in a different situation. Some people only have $50 to put in. Some people have a million dollars they can throw down. And that's just the way it is. Awesome. All right. I'd like to add add one more thing too is, um, so I think, so because, okay, my DMs have gotten blown up for this. Um, which is why, too, like, I kind of feel like I, I want to say this, though, is so even whales can't have everything. Like, people actually don't understand how DFK is well-designed. Like, for instance, like me, for example, and even a bunch of other whales. Yes, summoning is a whales game, but some of us have summoned, like, four or five hundred times, and we have not gotten good cards. Like, and then, like, you know, you have some, like, random person that put, like, thousand dollars in here and they summon like one of the most amazing mythics and i'm running off trying to buy it you know so like people <laughs> like but what i'm trying to say to piggyback off of sandwich is it is a game of give and take right and everybody even the whales they actually have to make a choice on what they're willing to lose and what they're willing to win even up to this point like right now so it is, there are certain aspects that are whales game, but then there are certain aspects that's just fair across the board here. Um, I don't want people to lose sight of that um, because it is what's balancing out the system over time. So um, that that's the first thing. And then the second thing too is, is the fishes and the ragweeds and you know all the other crap we're pulling from the quests at some point, I'm telling you, the whales are going to want that stuff. You know, that's how it's being designed. So there's going to be little tidbits of value accumulation and different pockets where the value is going to be here and there. You know, whales are going to be too lazy to want to chase that. So guess what? You guys with lesser liquidity, you see an arbing opportunity, you, you take advantage of it. You know, there's different perspectives and different viewpoints and different strategies that can be applied here for small players, big players, middle players, where, you know, we're all winning and earning in, you know, at different portions. And I think too, with what Samich said, a lot of people just want to make too much money too quickly. 
right? And in crypto and including DeFi kingdoms, there's always just very short windows when you can 10X. Like I'll even give one more point too, like the wishing well. The first three days, listen, the first three days of the wishing well, you could essentially 10X the LP of locked and unlocked jewel balances for like a week. That's just how lucrative it was for everybody, right? And that's just how valuable that was. But that was a very, very short window. Um, awesome. So, yeah, I hear you. So there's, yeah, RNG does equalize to your point. And there's even many opportunities, like you said, you don't sleep on DFK because one day does make an announcement, wishing well, 10x. And again, if you weren't paying attention, you're not involved and even little boys like me can participate in the wishing well. So that's fair. We're going to actually wrap now. So I just want to say thank you so much. Number one to superior form for joining us. And we're going to do the giveaway to end. Yeah. Uh, so, um, superior form, can you remind me what the hero number is on that hero? Sure. It is I'm gonna hero type it in the chat. three, zero, three, nine, four, three, zero, three, nine, four, give away hero. All right. Here's the Lord of the Rings questions. A reminder to chat. If you want to participate, you have to include your discord ID in your response. Spelling counts. All right. Here's the question. Lord of the Rings themed. You ready? In the War of the Ring, which forest does Saruman order the orcs to cut down? Say it one more time. In War of the Ring, which forest does Saruman order the orcs to cut down? Oof. Mm. That's dirty, man. Mm. Treebeard's not. He's an end, guys. Come on. Isengard's a place where wizards live. Fangorn, what about Fangorn, Tone C, my boy Tone C. He is correct. We will accept it, Tone C. You just want to hear my friend. Four, so now you too six, can seven, participate. Four. four, six, seven, four. Tone C, congratulations. Thank you so much, Superior Farm. Thank you, Pocket Thank you guys. Uh, RPC for sponsoring. Thank you, Sandwich, for Matt Alpha. And uh, we'll catch you guys next week. So thank you so much. Hey, thanks a lot, Superior, for joining. Thanks, everybody. Well, thank for you. Thank you. Thank you, everyone.